0: My family was on a ferry, and I knew the ride was gonna be rough, so I gave my nine-year-old daughter a motion sickness pill, and I took one myself. It worked perfectly, and I knew it worked because my poor mother-in-law was vomiting while she was wearing her anti-motion sickness wristband, and we were totally fine. We got to our destination, we had a great day, and on the return boat, I took another dose, and I gave my daughter another one as well. She fell asleep in my lap, my little angel, and God, was she out. At The other end of the ride, However, I could not wake her, and once I did kind of get her aroused, she was acting totally drunk. That's when I realized I had given her a half tablet, which was the appropriate dose, on the way out, and then I forgot, and I gave her an entire chew tab on the way back. Yeah, I overdosed my own kid. And yes, I was a doctor at that point. I should know better, because I warn people about stuff like this all the time just like I warned them about choking hazards, you know, don't let older kids leave their Legos lying around with a 10-month-old. But still, again, when she was nine months old, same kid, she was sitting in my lap while I was working on my computer and I let her hold a model car that I kept on my desk. She started gagging and choking while she was sitting in my lap and then she was fine. Soon after, I fed her and she was one of those kids that like massively spits up even at age nine months. But right after she ate, she had a huge spit up and up came the side rear view mirror from my model car. It was not tiny either. It was at least a half centimeter. And yes, I did put it in her baby book. I get a call or a text about once a month from a patient or a friend and things like this have happened to me plenty of times. So that is the theme of today's show. It's Oops, My Child ate a fill in the blank. Here we go. I'm Dr. Wendy Hunter, and I'm the pediatrician next door. I'm that doctor friend you call for practical advice about your kid's health. I mix the science of medicine with the reality of parenting. The most recent text I got was from a dad who was traveling in Italy to attend a friend's wedding. He was only mildly worried, but still he texted me because he had given his 10-month-old son some yogurt and then realized it had honey in it. How bad is this? As you know, you are not supposed to give honey to any child under 12 months old because they can get botulism. But do you know why adults don't get botulism from honey? We eat the same honey, they might, and it could have the spores in it. It's because our stomach acid is stronger and breaks down the spores. Baby's stomach pH is not as acidic as adults. So in this case of a 10-month-old, his stomach acid is probably acidic enough at this point to kill any botulinum spores, However, there have been cases of infant botulism in babies up to 12 months, but 98% of cases are under the age of six months. So I really don't think there's any worry here at all. As you may or may not know, botulism causes muscle weakness, and the first sign often can be constipation in a baby. But you can also see like drooping eyelids and general floppiness. I didn't tell the dad any of this, and I hope he doesn't listen to this, because if he saw any of these signs, like on the off chance that Italian pasta makes this kid constipated or the Tuscan sun makes his eyes half closed, it didn't want these parents to panic. Since we're talking about ingestions, another recent favorite case of mine was after it rained a lot this spring. There were tons of mushrooms that popped up at parks all over. I saw a patient who was about 11 months old, if I remember right, and the family was playing at the park on the first sunny day in a while, when they noticed their daughter was chewing on something. So they stuck their finger in, which you're really not supposed to do, and they got some of it out of her mouth. She swallowed most of it, and the parents realized it was a mushroom from the grass. They very smartly grabbed what was left of the mushroom to take with them if they needed to go to the doctor. And of course, the little girl vomited in the car, so they went to the emergency room. And when she got there, she looked fantastic. She didn't have any further vomiting or diarrhea, And as is usually the case, the ER nurses from triage, they call poison control. So when she arrived, they gave a call and the nurses and the poison control people were fairly confident they were able to identify the mushroom. So the ER nurses sent in a picture to poison control and it was identified as a non-toxic variety. And this kid did fine. But the lesson from both of these cases is that Parents just need to be a little bit more vigilant when they're in a new environment. Whether that's traveling abroad or just at your local park, everything is new. It's not like your home where it's organized and you've thought about it and protected things from your kid. Being away sets us off balance just a little bit. And on top of that, you have a child who's an age who likes to explore new things. Another thing to know is that you can call poison control for any kind of ingestion, not just medications. And that's a handy thing to know because kids put an incredible variety of things into their mouths. Sometimes we know what they've eaten, and sometimes it's a surprise when it comes out the other end. I mean, parents tell me this all the time. Like a mom last week, she found a red ribbon in her kids' poop, and it was a little bit suspicious because she remembered grandma was over and had her crafts out, and there was definitely a red ribbon. Another mom found a penny in her kid's diaper, and I think that one's pretty common. Many household substances are truly surprisingly safe to swallow, like cat litter, dog food, lotion, craft glue, makeup. Those are all not such a big deal. Toothpaste, on the other hand, can be dangerous if a child swallows more than a full mouthful, and Tylenol can be deadly. I've also seen lamp oil and commercial dish detergent ingestions, which are very dangerous. But most substances are actually surprisingly safe or a child will just vomit once and be fine. But you can always call poison control to ask. And obviously, try to keep things away from your young kids. My point here, though, is that these are devious creatures and they get into everything. And there is not a kid out there that hasn't eaten something that isn't food Don't beat yourself up if your kid is pretending to clean the coffee table and is using your vegetable oil. That story is courtesy of my best friend. Shout out. And Dr. Joelle, the pediatric ER doctor you may remember from episodes two and six, she just texted me a picture of her daughter who had opened and eaten countless packets of sugar when they were staying at a hotel. Joelle was in the adjoining room packing their suitcases for like no more than five minutes as this ensued. We can't be everywhere. Not even if you're an ER doctor. Medications are a bit trickier, and I talked about this a lot back in episode two about hidden household danger, so you may wanna go back and listen to that episode. Okay, I've got two good stories now. The first is from my dear friend who called me in a panic because her husband gave children's liquid ibuprofen instead of the infant drops, but he gave the same amount. This mom was panicked because she thought the dad had given a double dose. Actually, it's the other way around. Infant drops are concentrated, so you can give a smaller amount of liquid, but the baby gets more of the active medicine. So this dad actually gave a more dilute medication dose. In other words, he gave the same amount of the liquid, but it had half as much as the active medication in it. Even if he had given a double dose, it's still not that big of a deal. The important thing is that the parents realized what happened and checked it out. Again, they could call poison control, and it's very helpful to the agent that answers the phone if you know your child's weight. It's a good idea to be prepared for situations like this. Always know your child's current weight and keep the bottle around so you can read the dose off of the bottle if they ask. My favorite story about an accidental medication being given is my friend, the dog walker. You may remember we answered her questions about what to do about her child acting like a dog back in episode 11. She accidentally gave her son the dog's allergy medication. I mean, he was acting like a dog, so maybe that was fair, but anyway, it was fine. Most animal medications are similar to human ones. I can't judge her. I mean, I put eardrops in my eye once when I was applying them in the dark. I guess the lesson here is to be in the habit of looking at the bottle whenever you give medication. Oh, okay, I forgot. I have an even better accidental ingestion story. All the THC overdoses. Like grandma ate an entire chocolate bar that her grandson kept in the freezer and she was stoned for days. I've had numerous toddlers come into the emergency room too, having eaten things like crystal meth, pot brownies, THC gummies. I don't know what the lesson here is, but I I don't know. It's like lock up your drugs or maybe don't have them around. If your kid eats something, a toy, shampoo, whatever, I just don't want you to feel guilty about it. Well, unless it's drugs, then you should. Here's something that can help. And I'm not joking here. But if you post your story on social media, you're going to get stories back from other parents that are gonna make you feel way better about your mishap. If you do post also, please tag me so I don't miss it. There are way worse things that could happen than your kid having greasy poops from eating a tub of uterine If you missed any of those episodes I mentioned, please go back and listen to them and be sure to share your stories with me. For more from The Pediatrician Next Door, find me on the web at pediatriciannextdoorpodcast.com. If you've got a question about the weird things kids do, send an email to hello at pediatriciannextdoorpodcast.com for a chance to hear your voice on the show. I'm Dr. Wendy Hunter, and I'm the Pediatrician Next Door. This show is produced by Red Rock Music. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever it is you're listening. I'll be back next time with more.